Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Godfather Chronicles podcast. My name is Miguel Garcia, and I am your host. Today, on episode six, we're going to go back to the basics. Um, when I say go back to the basics, I mean we got to make ourselves right first before we try to uh, go along and do some big things like a new business or, or you know, embark in a new uh, opportunity or relationship or anything like that. I think that the big game changer for me was when um, I kind of reset it, my life. So today we're going to talk about um, how to heal your wounds and be whole again by ditching the the baggage that you've been carrying for so long. I uh, had a great question from uh, a person that doesn't want me to mention them. And he was like, you know, how do I start over? Great question. I think that a lot of us have gone through um, a period in our lives where we feel like we lost our way, like we're confused, um, we might be in a toxic relationship, we might be in a job that we don't want or don't like or hate, and it just, um, sometimes it seems like you don't have any any other way but to, you know, burn it down or, or, or you know, do something drastic, but it really doesn't have to be that way. You know, it's not like um, we are broken um, 100%. It's just that we don't have, um, you know, our lives aren't broken. They're out of balance. And it's, temp it's tempting to, to interpret that unhappiness as a signal that everything is wrong. But more often, only a couple tweaks are needed to, to get back on, on, on track. And a lot of times those tweaks are major. It's just like, you know, if you're in a, in a cruise ship or whatever and you dial it 1% east, eventually it's going to be a major change. So I think that starting from, from um, looking at the men in the mirror and being brutally honest with you, I know I, I, know I mentioned this before, but... You know, we are the cause of our happiness. We are the cause of our sadness. We are the cause of our success. We are it, my friends. It's upon us to be who we want to be. It's upon us to be happy and to make our lives. We really don't depend on any other human other than God. But and any other humans, if you're if you are in a relationship, yes, you, you sort of depend on the other person, and that's why you have to fix yourself first and then work on the relationship. So anyway, um, I think that you know to start a new life, you have to get yourself right. Um, you have to make yourself the main focus. That's not to say that you will become a selfish person, but it does mean that your attention will be on yourself. And the things you need to get done in your life. There's a saying out there that you can't give what you don't have. Uh, it's funny to see 
folks on Instagram, they're like, oh, I'm a life coach. And like, I know you do. You're not a fucking life coach. Okay, you don't got your shit together. You got issues. And you have not addressed those issues. So it's... It, it, it just, it's crazy to see people like that, you know. Again, you can't give what you don't have. If you really want to fix yourself, then eventually you'll have something to give. So I think that we could start. One of the things that, that um, helped me quite a bit one time, I was reading a, a, a book um, I'm Catholic, so I was reading a Protestant book <laughs> because some of these Protestant uh, preachers have a really interesting perspective uh, on, on, on things. And um, I was reading that a lot of our problems are because we're not in a state of grace. In a state of grace meaning that we don't have that friendship with God. And, you know, I bring God again because um, we are mortals. And so we have certain talents that God has given us. But when you have God in your life, God enhances those talents by his supernatural grace. And when you don't have that connection, you're blocking all the graces, all the extra um, things that are, are going to make you from a mere normal human being to a very successful person. And so, um, you know, we need to make ourselves whole again. We need to stop blaming other people. You know, we, we need to let go of the uh, grudges and pain and memories and the past. And... When I was reading that book, I can't remember the book exactly, but um, he, he talked about that in order for you to clear that channel between you and God, you had to let go of the past. You had to let go of all the hurts, injustices, and everything that has hindered you now you know that that has not allowed you to grow because you carrying that baggage can you imagine you know it's like today's um veterans day and um, i remember when i was working with the military these guys would carry a backpack it's 80 pounds plus you know all their gear their rifle the ammo and it had to be 100 110 pounds and we're like that in life we carry the baggage the backpack that we carry is full of crap he's full of sadness he's full of sad memories um disappointments um betrayals and, and all sorts of things and we're carrying this stuff around and so we need to unload that and how do you do it so the way you know i'm, I'm a very passionate man um i believe in trust i'm a very loyal person and when, when I get betrayed, what I think I've been betrayed, I really um, go into a pretty bad spot. Um, there's, there's been a lot of hurt in, in, in my past, 
people that I really trusted and, and really backstabbed me. Um, it starts with, you know, very, very, very good friends of mine, family, business associates and things like that. But anyway, what I'm, what I'm getting at is that we carry that stuff with us and we need to let it go. You know, um, uh, our Lord says, forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And that is the key. So think about this. You ask God for forgiveness, but you don't forgive the people that have hurt you. So you're carrying this around. And since you, you're not willing to forgive, how can you ask God for forgiveness? I mean, in all fairness, do you think God is going to forgive you? No. You know, you have to forgive first. You know, when we go to confession, uh, and I remember one time there was this guy, he was bullying, the, he was a big bully guy. And um, big dude too. And um, I was a coach of a, of a softball team. And I hurt my back and so I wasn't playing. I was just coaching the men's team from the factory that I worked at. And this guy was drinking and he was getting belligerent and I had my wife and my kids. And this guy kept swearing and going back and forth and intimidating everybody. And I just told him, hey, dude, shut the fuck up. And he looked at me like he was going to kill me. And I realized what I just said. And he came up to me at the end of the inning and he goes, what did you say? And before he came to me, I slapped him. And uh, he goes, you touch my face. And he got on it. And I'm, and I'm looking at this freaking monster coming towards me. And my wife, you know, slow motion, I look over, my wife is there, my two daughters are there. And I was just, you know, only had two children at that time. And, you know, they grabbed me, the other players grabbed me, grabbed him, put him away. And he kept just yelling at me like, wait till the game is over, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, oh my God, what did I do? So... Then I went from what did I do to what am I going to do? So my, my little daughter comes over and she says, Daddy, Daddy, is that man really going to kill you? And I'm like, no, he's not. And, and she's like, well, this, he's saying that. And I'm like, no, he's not. So my wife comes over and she goes, I'm going home with the girls. And I said, no, you need to stay because I'm going to take care of this. And I want the girls to see me taking care of business so that I don't back down. But at the same time, my heart is pounding, man, and I'm going, shit, what am I going to do? So I figure, well, um, maybe I, can. I can't punch him because he's just too big and he's going to come for a, for a bear hug or something like that. So I'll just kick him in the balls. So I focus on that one strategy. So anyway, long story short, game ends. the game ends, and he comes over, and he's like, I'm going to. And I went out and, and kicked him twice. Um, and <laughs> he wouldn't go down, but he was like puzzled, like, wow, you know, this guy is challenging me. And then, you know, people jumped in. Then I saw in his eyes, the fear, like he was like, whoa, I never thought, you know, Miguel was stood up to me or whatever, because, you know, I never messed around. There were factory guys and I was in the office. And so there was always a distance. And so anyway, so when I saw that fear, I'm like, okay, I own you, motherfucker. You're mine. You are mine. 
So sure enough, man, the next day I show up to work and the guy's looking at me and we're there in the coffee shop, in the break room. And I go up, I walk in there and the guy looks at me and I said, what the fuck are you looking at, asshole? And he just looked away. He didn't say anything. And people were like, ooh. So I'm like, okay, I own this bitch. She's mine. And so, you know, walked away, whatever. And, and, and he kept sending messages with other people that he was going to bring his gang and kill me, whatever, whatever, whatever. So anyway, I went to confession uh, at the end of the week. And I you know, told the priest, I said, look, this is what happened. And this is what I did. And I said, I want to finish it. And the priest goes, no, you can't. And I said, why not? He goes, no, you have to forgive him. And I'm like, what? I can't forgive this guy. And, and, the, and the priest says, I would not give you absolution. You will stay in a state of mortal sin without receiving God's graces if you don't forgive him. And then he repeated the part of our father where it says, forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And he told me, who are you not to forgive this guy? Who are you not to walk away from, you know, trying to fight him and all that stuff? And so that was a, a really good lesson for me to learn because I did forgive him. And I then after that, I just ignored him and he went away. So what we need to do is we, can, we need to look at the past and the past is in the past. You know, we can't fix it. You can't change it. Uh, the problem with the past is that it affects your now. It affects the present because you're bringing it in. And so you get depressed because you're thinking about something in the past. That there's nothing you can do. I was coaching uh, a person and he told me that he would go into depression for a month. And I'm like, dude, what do you think about? And he was telling me, this kind of person, I don't want to repeat it, but he was telling me the things. And I said, dude. Those things are gone. They're not here. I said, you, you, you love that spot. You love to go get that shit and bring it back so you could look at it again and caress it. I said, leave it alone. It's in the past. It's done. There's nothing you can do. You can't fix anything. And then he kept going, but, but, but nothing. It's over. The past is over. Get over it. There's nothing you can do. So what I did is I closed my eyes and I thought about my entire life from, you know, as far as I could remember. And when I ran across somebody that heard me, I stopped and I mentioned their names and I said, so-and-so, dear Lord, from the bottom of my heart, I forgive so-and-so. And then I went on. You know, it might sound silly, but every time I forgave somebody, I felt my light, my load a little lighter. And then after that exercise, I got off my bed, opened up my eyes, got off the bed, and I was like, oh, that was great, man. So I promised then that I was not going to bring back anything from the past. And... You know, when you forgive something, it doesn't mean that you're going to love them or, or you know, you're going to become their number one fan or whatever. It just means that you forgave them and you don't have to have a relationship with them. So that's, um, that's the important thing. But most importantly is that 
you unblock that channel from God to you, you unblock that because you take all that hate, all that, all that um, bad will that you have towards the ill will that you have to, towards somebody. You take all that stuff away. Now the channel is open for God to, you know, send the graces down to you. So there's no more bottleneck because we are the bottleneck in terms of the relationship with God. And so, um, so now you're open for grace because you've forgiven somebody. So it just it's just amazing. I think that um, it when when I did that, I felt really um, like accomplished, complete, um, relieved. And then I just moved on. So I was happy because I fixed myself. Because I was carrying that big of a load. Um, you know, people with different temperaments react differently to different things. And again, my temperament is I'm a choleric or type A guy. And then I'm also kind of a sentimental guy, man. Um, I'm... Uh, I'm that way. I mean, I'm I'm sensitive. Even you know, if I'm giving it all, I expect all, which is wrong for my part, but that's how I am. You know that um, that's that's caused me a lot of hurt, and so you know, I realized that I need to you know, if I really love somebody, I want to give it my all. If they don't love me back, then they could give me their seventy percent, and I'll take their seventy percent or fifty percent or whatever that is. So, um, you know, we need, we need to focus on, on, on ourselves. So again, once, once you do the, the exercise, you forgive and forget, basically, then you move on to the next thing, which could be uh, look at your relationships. So you might have a bunch of friends that you hang out with, and they might be the cause for you to do stupid stuff. Um, I used to hang around with a group of guys that every time we went out, there was a fight. We went to the bar every freaking time. And I realized that I need to, I needed to get off of that. And they would get into fights because, you know, we would all get into it. And so, you know, they, they, they went into a place and they were a little cocky and thinking, hey, you know, we got some good backup. And, and, and so they would do that. And it was just a very toxic relationship. So I stopped that. Um, I stopped hanging around with a lot of friends and some folks from our family. Uh, I know it's, it's, um, it's kind of a, a no-no in our, in, our, in our culture. I mean, family is family and all that stuff, but boy. Some of our relationships are were, were pretty bad, and they were family. Um, that's one of the reasons why I am in Kansas. I I knew that in order for me to fix my life, I had to walk away. Um, you know, you have to look at the relationship and say, okay, these are the ones that I want to keep. These are the the, the relationships that that elevate me. These are the relationships that that, uh, um, that understand me and keep those 
And the ones that don't, they don't make you a better person, they need to go. Remember, you're, you're focusing on yourself. You're trying to fix yourself. And so you need to be very objective on in these issues. Relationships are like one of the most important things. If you're in a toxic relationship, if that person is a keeper, have the conversation. Hey, I think that no relationship is not working out, but I want to fix it. Can we start from zero? Don't ever bring anything from the past ever, ever, ever. If you guys had any issues or whatever, promise yourselves that you will never bring the past again so you could move forward. Now, if they're not a keeper relationship, then you get rid of them, move on. It's as simple as that. Um, but it, it's a tough decision, but it's your future. It's your happiness. You know, I had many, many conversations with my wife where I had to reset and say, hey, let's reset this thing. Because I love my wife with my whole heart and soul. And I know that, you know, sometimes you you start growing apart or you start going the wrong direction. And, and as soon as you, you notice that, then you have to reset it. So that's that's what I what I do, you know. So I think that... Um, uh, the other thing that I would suggest you to do is to, I mean, this is a, a huge topic. You can't, I can't unpack this in, in 30 minutes. So I'm, I'm just trying to give you a big overall picture. And I hope that you do some research and look for the resources that you need to, to further um, expand on, the, on, on this. So I'm not, I hope I'm not giving you but don't think that I'm going to give you all the answers because I can't. It's, it's, it's a podcast. It's 30 minutes or whatever. I want to plant that seed that tells you, hey, you need to do this. Or you need to go this way. Or you should be looking at this. One of the things that uh, amazes me about successful business people, and I count myself in there because I didn't have um, core values is that we have core values for our companies, but we don't have core values for our family or for our personal lives. And the core values would be some of the, um, you know, the non-negotiables. Um, like for instance, you could say, okay, I'm gonna be a trustworthy person. I'm gonna be truthful. And you, you keep those promises and you're gonna be, um, you have, you're going to have integrity in everything that you do. Those are your non-negotiables. And, you know, you're going to keep the promises you make to yourself. Um, like, you know, you're going to work out. That's a promise. And you don't go back on your promises. That's one of your core values. And, you know, look at, look at that. Develop two or three to start off. Um... And it could be, you know, work on my relationship every single day and figure out what those, what that means to you. To me is, you know, I'll send my wife a little text, hey baby, I love you or I miss you or, you know, something funny or whatever. And that's how I sort of during the day take care of my relationship because that's a non-negotiable. My wife is like my everything and I need to. 
give her the due um, respect and also um, attention. So you need to come up with a list of non-negotiables. Don't make anything crazy. Start with one or two and then start developing the habit of, of complying with those. And, and you know, once they get into a habit, then then start expanding. As long as you get better, like you know, you know what they say, you you grow every day one percent. At the end of the year, it's three hundred and sixty-five percent, right? So these are good, good, um, good things to think about. And I think that we need to um, really, again, you know, focus on yourself and really uh, look at your relationships and look at your past and let go of the past and let go of those bad relationships and if they're worth keeping then keep them but work on it have that conversation all right my friends so this is pretty much what i had today um i like this format of the questions and again i'm not psychologies or anything like that um i'm just giving you hope hopefully you'll get a golden nugget out of this whole thing and then it's going to help you change the course of your life and again you know if you, if you change the course of your life just by one degree you'll end up uh, making a huge change so my friends um uh please follow me on instagram my instagram handle is mag patriot you could um DM me there or on Facebook at Miguel Godfather. Or you can email me your questions at Miguel at GodfatherChronicles.com. Uh, hope you found some value. And if you did, please share the podcast. Give me a rating for sure. And uh, stay tuned till the next one. Take care. God bless. Bye.